Dingers! Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of the Stolen Signs podcast. I am Kendall Gilmet, and I am here with Harry Pavlidis of Baseball Prospectus. Hello, Harry. Hello, Kendall. Happy spring. Spring has sprung in Chicago. Good. Well, the temperature may return to the 30s. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm trying not to look at the forecast. Anyways, baseball. Baseball. It's baseball. Baseball is, is well underway. So, episode 36. Note where the uniform numbers are apparently, according to Sports Illustrated, 2009. <laughs> you just... I think it's Robin Roberts I'm looking at. Uh, and then Gaylord Perry. And worthy of consideration, this is an incredible choice. Joe Nathan and Don Newcomb, two, two players that never probably mentioned the same person. No, no, that's, uh, that's quite a pull. Uh, University, great, Joe Nathan. Joe Nathan, I, uh, I remember listening to him on some radio show or something like that. He's a very uh, thoughtful interview. So good for Joe Nathan. <laughs> good for Joe Nathan. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got. He's, they named the stadium after him in Stony Brook. So I think they play in Joe Nathan Stadium. Some interesting things have been happening in the baseball yes. world. There's a bunch of strange new things happening. Uh, one of the things that has been talked about and written about a lot is the home run surge of 2019, the great home run surge of 2019, I think it's called. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, a lot has been talked about about that. Our colleague Rob Arthur has written about it a bunch, as have many others, about why that might be happening. You know, there's been a term kind of thrown around, the juiced ball, the rabbit ball, rabbit ball. rocket ball. Like the, There's a lot of different terms thrown around. Slippier in the air ball. Right. Well, that's right. Hasn't caught on. I'm surprised. Slippier in the air ball. Well, we'll, we'll take up a campaign. For that. Okay, so I have a thing about juiced. Okay. That I don't like using it. Why? Because I think it has a connotation uh, with a f- reasonable percentage. I don't know if it's a majority, but a reasonable percentage of people has a, have the connotation that goes with juiced is an action of. It's the conspiracy theory. Well, I I wonder if that um, is like there's someone's juicing it. Right. Yeah. Pattern. Like. If it Some, has someone steroid has connotations, it go fat, you know. And then there's the also there's so that's a pretty big that's actually a pretty big one with me because I think because there's two problems with that. One is I think that's not not something we want to lead people to believe uh, without actual concrete evidence thereof. Uh, second is that I think it also shuts some people off from listening. So here, oh, they think the ball is juice. They're going to have some conspiracy theory about how Rob Manfred's flying down to Costa Rica and, and you know putting super bouncy rubber in the ball. And it's like that's you know you may have very interesting things to say, whether you're Rob, whether you're Meredith Wills, whether you're you're, you're Mitchell Lickman, and you know all the many people who have written about this. And it, there's also then I guess a third, the, the technical. How many? What, what am I up to now? Five, eight. Okay, so reason 17 is that the it, it's the aerodynamics have changed. It's not the bouncing. It's not the coefficient of restitution. So that's Alan Nathan's concern is that it's it's not technically accurate, that, that traditionally that juiced means that. Means it's, but I think it's further back, and that juice means, yeah. So it's either, either it connotates like that the ball is 
bouncier the CO, and which translates technically that we're telling the public that the COR has increased. That's not what we want to convey necessarily, unless that is actually the case. What's happening is that the coefficient of drag is changing and the ball is, seems to be slipping through the air more easily. And that's what Rob has found in his research. It, it, yeah, right. it seems to be what has consistently been found through all the research and through the uh, NLB's own commission with, with with Jim Albert and Alan and Dan Brooks and several others, they, they found that, you know, it's, it's the ball's flying through the air. It's more easily, it doesn't have as much drag and you can see it's easy to measure. That's one of the things Rob shows. It's easy to figure out and they don't have wind tunnel testing. We've talked about all this stuff before. So there's this whole thing where it's like, that's not juiced. That's not bouncier. You know, it, it, it's not it's not juiced in two of the three possible, I guess, you know, or more right. uses of the term. It's probably not probably shouldn't use it. So that's why I don't like using the term juice, because really it's about the ball is just slipping to the air faster. Right. It's not so, so I think the the it's important to understand that the, there are some facts and then there's like trying to look at where those facts coming from. The fact is more home runs are being hit. And then the facts that Rob has found and other folks, um, Meredith as well, is, you know, the drag is less. Is that how you would say that? The drag is less? It's a decreased coefficient of drag. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like. The ball is more aerodynamic. Right. So I guess, is it a question of call it whatever you want it? But those these are the things that we found. I mean, I think that that's kind of. Yes. Kind of right. where we're arriving is more home runs. Something's leading to it. There's also less drag. Le- yeah. you know, there, and there's not just, it's not just drag. I mean, there's people are finding tendencies at Chrysler's interesting piece about how, you know, hitters do adjust these things and adapt. And some, some players are selling out to pull more cause, you know, in getting or something like that. Or I, I forget, but <laughs> I just read the article quickly this morning. I've already forgotten. But the notion is that you can see trends in, in hitting and the so-called launch angle revolution really followed the ball. Right, getting um, you know, it didn't, it's 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 always more complicated than just a single factor. But there's you do have empirical ways of looking at it. And there's really no question that the ball is slippier, slippier, flyier, flyier, <laughs> zoomier, zippier than and has been. It's gone back up in that regard. That like you're going to get more distance on it on it because ball. because last year it went down again. So 2017 was the huge year. Right, mm-hmm. home run records, etc. And then last year, kind of not as much. Yeah, kind of recovered. And now we're this seeing year, like, this year. Opening day onward, it was just bonanza. Right. I mean, opening day was nuts. It was a record. There's been all sorts of single day, single game, double header. Right. There's all been all sorts of crazy. You know, it's just wacky things. Um, it, it's it seems kind of like again the ball. This batch of baseballs is flying. I don't know. Dingers. Why? I don't know why. Yeah. But it's just that it, that's what, what what part of the construction or handling or storage or rubbing or whatever the ball, I don't know what. I don't know. And I think, I mean, I, I wonder too if um, if we'll ever know from MLB because now they control the production of the baseballs because they own it. And so, I, I, you know. Other than like this independent research that we yeah, see, yeah. Well, I mean, look, AAA got the new ball, the, the MLB right. balls this year. That, that's a change. Yep. And they've been using different baseballs, and now they have the MLB produced baseballs in AAA. And guess what? <laughs> balls flying. Dingers. Uh, so I mean, it's just you know, at a certain point, 
the league is going to have to figure. I mean, they had a commission already. They probably need to do so again or be more open about the procedures or something because, I mean. Let me ask you this, Harry. Mm. Does it matter? No, as long as it's consistent. Right. Okay. So it's like, I mean, I think that that's. They've I mean, always dialed this. It's fine. I think I think the one thing that's really I don't know if it's really important, but um, is that some honesty would be helpful from MLB to say like, yeah, it is, and this is kind of the way that it's going to be. If I recall correctly, um, I'm trying trying to find some attribution in my brain. This um, winter, the commissioner said something that seemed contrary to what yes. the commission previous statements, and yes. I think that was an isolated statement that should be taken. Um, likely and doesn't did not intend to or material represent a change in position of the league on anything right if i recall the was it the korean baseball league um is they're owning their like publishing it then they just find their ball maker or something like that for making the ball too too bouncy something but like they're like like, you have to tell us what the cor is and and it's going to be measured and yeah they basically have opened it up and i think there's a a fine in place like a heavy fine yeah i think that that's millions at the end so um all right anything else uh pique your interest in the world of baseball harry that that you want to talk about right now um yeah well something that it's the rob arthur tribute show the problem's not dead he's just busy writing (laughs) Friend of the podcast. Same difference. Friend of the show, Rob Arthur. Friend, uh, he, he also looked at something else that he found interesting was that relie- relief pitcher average velocity, fastball velocity, after having risen for several years, along with starters, leveled off and then has actually dropped. So and average velocity, let me just... Average sure. fastball velocity relief pitcher is lower. And you can think of there's reasons and things like that, like they're being used more, which is true. But it's also the pitcher's... It also happens to be the same pitchers are also using their fastballs less. Like, you know, off-speed stuff is up a little bit, you know. So there's definitely uh, some, uh, you know, appearance of change. And he gave me a quick kind of rundown of what's coming tomorrow. But basically, there's more blown saves, more innings, a worse ERA, more pitchers who are swingmen who have done both relief and starting appearances it's a, to the point of 50% more than 2010. So everything's kind of gone up in the last year or two. I'm kind of confused with some of the dates he gave me, but he just gave me a quick note. But basically, we'll read it tomorrow. It's coming out, well, depending on when you're listening to this, on, on April 26th. Rob's article will be out about the change in relief pitchers and usage and things that have already become evident this early in the season. So I think we talked a lot about the opener thing, mm-hmm. which boiled down to Tampa and uppercase Anaheim Los slash Los Angeles, whatever they're called uh, in lowercase. And then pretty much nobody else being different in the past. Uh, but now we're going to have another look. And this, I think he's just looking league wide right now. Um, I think event we'll probably have to look at teams next. We'll see if that's in the article or not, but that's going to, I think the lesson from the previous thing with the opener was it, it's look at this at a team level and see who's actually engaged in the strategy before you determine that's a pervasive aspect of baseball. Right. So we'll see if possibly these changes that he's finding may reflect to a widening use changes in uses patterns of pitchers that we've already started to see, or maybe it's something new. I don't know. I have a question for you, Harry. So 
we all know that baseball um, is a game of making adjustments. The league adjusts, teams adjust, etc. Do we have an understanding of um, how this type of usage might look historically? Or is it more difficult because we don't have pitch effects before 2008? Um, Well, I think, yeah, it's hard. I mean, you don't have much I think pitchers are throwing harder now than they were in the past and I don't think we have much more of that I don't think we can get as fine grained where it's like hey it's gone down 0.3 miles per hour historically so if we were looking at it more historically it would have to be more anecdotal of like oh you know so and so the usage patterns based on just innings pitched versus like velocity and things like that and I think the velocity and stuff that's probably secondary interest I think this is probably going to shake out to being we're looking for different contributions out of our pitchers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think possibly you may find this in the days when you had only four four starting pitchers and a few relievers, you know, smaller pitching staffs. Yeah. So it's going to be, you know, it's just hard because, I mean, that's actually, that's actually a pretty important thing is that the, the size of the pitching staff, I mean, the right. shortness of the bench, four-player, three-player benches now, because I mean, people carry big, bullpens so I, I actually i doubt you'll find this like i don't think it was conceivable like you couldn't really do it you couldn't run out five relief pitchers because you didn't have literally five. didn't have them <laughs> on your roster yeah because you were going with your starters you know what i mean it's like so you had guys you had to pitch like the second half of a game so you'll have pitchers who had a hundred inning relief seasons maybe that's kind of that weird kind of ground right. that's not what this is i don't think i think this is just lots of guys Throwing strange amount of innings. Yeah, maybe that. We'll see. We'll have to read cool. the article. Yeah. So look for that tomorrow or on Friday on the okay. site. Um, Another week has gone by. It's flying. So I I have a little something that I've been up to that I'm I'm starting. I wrote my first piece or contribution to a piece on the site this week um, for the baseball prospectus notebook and i'll be doing that every week so um if you're interested in reading my writing um then uh, check out that it's uh, it's a daily column that uh, we're just kind of ramping up to look at each day's slate of games and kind of interesting or noteworthy things that happen in the world of baseball so uh there's and i think you put up like a scatter or a, a you know grid chart with like an end of like 12 pitches or something yeah yeah very small samples and that's like your yeah. first like, I looked my at, first contribution here's a chart that harry's gonna yell at me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like well i talked to you about the, your, your chart usage thank you for using brooks baseball absolutely i did not <laughs> I, I did like, not vet my research <laughs> did not vet my research with harry but uh yeah i looked at grayson griner who's uh been um for the tigers the catcher who's been uh got a little bit of a hot bat so um but a ton of different folks are contributing like I think three or two or three people each day kind of looking at cool, interesting things about baseball. So check it out. It's up on the site every weekday. Um, but I will be doing that. I think um, Wednesdays, my uh, stuff will come out with another friend of the podcast, Anthony Reskin. Uh, he also is on that day. So uh, check that out if uh, if that's interesting to you. 
to subscribe to Baseball Perspectives for more enriching content. Mm, more In small sample, sample size. size. <laughs> You're home for small sample size charts. Uh, so as, as we record this, um, I believe today, it's Thursday today, I believe today will be the last day that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has not started a Major League Baseball game. And that's pretty exciting for me. Yeah, is, is he playing I believe tomorrow? He, I believe he It said that the report that I wrote read the report that you're I already wrote, like now you're I'm writing reports I'm breaking news <laughs> uh, yeah no thanks um, what I read was that he is being called up on Friday and will start that's what I read could be wrong right. don't know but so I, I am proud of a black for our jersey oh full bisons nice uh, so fortunately it's already anachronistic you're so hip. it should never have been you're so hip, Harry. I don't know about that. But he's an exciting ball player. Yes. Um, if it, I, people are like, well, he'll be as good as his dad or stuff like that. It's like, well, let's all relax. You know, he might be. People are already saying things like he's better. It's like, oh, relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's all relax, you know. So, but he's definitely going to be a lot of fun to watch because uh, he's he can hit. Can hit, and he's got a lot of great energy. And I was actually I was looking at his um, uh, stats in AAA through again super small sample size, got, like <laughs> seven games or something like that this year. But um, I mean, one thing was always like, oh, is he going to be able to play third base? Is he a good fielder? And um, he's he's kind of grading out about average at third base over seven games. But um, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know, but it I doesn't mean, matter too much. Yeah, exactly. If he's not like he just has to, you know, when if if his hit if his hitting is as good as we think, then his defense won't matter. And what if he's really what if he's good? I, I remember like Ramos Ramirez was never considered a good defender. I was I always looked at him as a guy as like he, you know he maybe didn't have great range, but he always like had tremendous hands and always like picked the ball clean. Yep. All his throws were good. Yeah, and there were limitations of what he was doing, but. He was not a defensive liability, right? And I think like, that that's you know, I think there's this time where it's like, there's, the guy's such a good hitter, they expect him to also be like George Brett or Mike Schmidt. Yeah, it's <laughs> like know, Brooks Robinson. Scott you don't need to be Brooks Robinson to Scott be able Rowland. to be Scott Rowland. I mentioned Scott Rowland was that type of third baseman. Um, the Hall but, is very know, very good. Yeah, Valdito is going to be. I'm excited to see how how he plays. Yes, I'm excited to see him in big leagues. So. Same. Go Jays, I guess. Go Jays. Indeed. Our favorite Canadian baseball team. They are my favorite Canadian major league team. There is no doubt. Currently playing. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about, my friend? Uh, no, I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about in the next week. Too. We've got a whole bunch of stats stuff cooking up. and uh, So uh, hopefully I'll have some stuff I can talk about. But right now, just cheers. Fantastic. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at Baseball Perspective. No. I mean, you can follow Baseball Prospectus uh, at Baseball Pro on Twitter. <laughs> Very scared, yeah. Um, follow us at Stolen underscore Signs on Twitter. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes or Google Play or any other place you listen to your podcasts. That would be helpful and awesome. Uh, we haven't had a review in a while, so somebody pop in, give us a review. That would be awesome. Oh, I have. I do. I have another thing. 
Um, okay. Late edition. Late edition. There's no, there's no sequencing to the show. I've been listening or watching uh, Alex Rodriguez on YouTube, and he is fascinating to me. What is he doing on YouTube? He does like a weekly vlog, video log, and then he does one f- um, that kind of previews the Sunday Night Baseball game. So he does like kind of two a week. And some of it's like just kind of normal, the CEO running around doing a bunch of stuff. And also it's like, I don't know, I find him extremely just a fascinating character. He's had quite a uh, a career arc in terms of um, likability and interest in my eyes. I, I used to think he was the most uh, boring and um, uninteresting on a personal level, like just like... Yeah, I mean, great player, but I think what happened was everybody thought Jeter's personality and A Rod's personalities were like kind of reversed. Yeah, I think that's right. And then, I mean, I think it was what 2016 when A Rod started doing the postseason and was just awesome. And then everybody's, and then Jeter had his little heel turn with the Marlins, and (laughs) everybody's like, "Oh, wait!" It was kind of like a shock. Yeah. Yeah, but if you go back just five years. I think people, the two were discussed very differently. Very differently. It's so it's yeah. interesting, but it's fascinating. Uh, if that's your cup of tea, check it out. But uh, it's uh, that that's something that is baseball adjacent, and uh, just I find it utterly interesting. Goodbye, baseball.